good to be in a new tavern. So many new faces, new sights, and new gruel you call food. <clears throat> oh, I can see that my audience from the old tavern have followed me to my new workplace. I am touched. <laughs> no flowers or garlands for your favorite bard? I guess I must prove myself yet again. But you are nothing like those brainless buffoons who decided to stick in that kingdom with its fat monarch. <clears throat> Maybe I'll send an undead army to plague that wretched kingdom? But no, that would be too dangerous. Or perhaps no, no, no. I cannot make up my mind. I know. I know. Let us get guidance from the past. They must have volumes of information regarding the undead. Yes. Taking the nail clippers from the man in front. You poor, sickly fellow. I shall clip open the veil to Shamble, shamble. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ramble Shamble. The host of this episode is hosted by your fabulous, most spectacular Mackie, and he is joined by not just Jotun, who is always as spectacular as he is, but also by a another member or another friend of ours called raspberry say hi raspberry yeah. what's happening raspberry pies in the building oh this is going to be a good episode uh, i can tell yeah it's going to be so raspberry just wanted to kind of give you a brief breakdown of who ramble shamble is uh basically i know we've discussed this before because obviously you're in our podcast so you have to know something at least um we are just a podcast that like to chat about all the random little topics that come to our minds that we like to discuss about and share it with our fellow internet listeners to inspire them to also talk about something similar and share their ideas with our little podcast. All right, all right. Sounds good. <laughs> but uh, before we start on the main topic of today, guys, this is a three-person episode. And if you guys know the general formula, the host is Jenny, not quite a full-on participant. I say not quite because you can still vote if my idea is better than the other two. But again, it is their discussions and arguments to combat against each other and you guys decide the victor. Um, and that's basically the kind of formula of the episode. Can we vote the host off? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, so that's hot nuts. No, I'm just playing. Carry on. But uh, to get the nitty gritty stuff out of the way, guys, if you don't know um, where we post our episodes, again, we post it to Spotify, to YouTube, to Apple Podcasts, to Stitcher, pretty much on all those platforms that oh, you guys damn. possibly hear. Yeah, Apple thanks. Podcast. Yeah, and that, that really gets us the what? most of the reviews. <laughs> no ways. I'm actually on my iPhone right now, and I'm going to check this stuff out. 
And that's the kind of stuff that is so easily accessible to see our podcast. And the best way to communicate to about to us regarding our podcast, regarding ideas, is join our Discord, which is easily available through the description links on our YouTube videos, as well as a simple uh, Discord search, a simple Google search, and type in Ramble Shamble, and you'll find our link in through Discord. And you can guys can come join our service. We're happy to create a community where you guys share arts you share your interests promotion stuff can be limited but we open to hearing your guys out but the comments are already what gets us going because it inspires us for future topics and ideas as well as ramble shrapnel which Jotun is the professional and telling you guys all about yes everybody so from the main episodes we like to choose our favorite responses uh, based on the questions that we ask you guys because we we like to to get your guys input and sometimes we just want to know some ran- something random. So the first thing that we generally ask you guys is whose argument do you think was the better one? And then we also ask you a question based on the main topic of the episode, whatever that may be. And from the responses that we find to be the most interesting, or that you guys upvote the most from either the Discord or the YouTube comments, we will choose that for a short little bonus episode where we don't really prepare for the episode or for that little topic expansively or anything. We just off the cuff talk about whatever you guys suggest. And that's why we, we value your input. We believe that you guys should also take part in the content that we make and that's why we value your input as well. Yeah. So please answer the questions that we that we ask you guys. And yeah, one of you lucky winners will get to suggest a topic. But yeah, let's go into our topic, which is zombie apocalypse. And I thought it was a oh, fitting nice. topic because it is Spooktober. I like to call it Spooktober, not uh halloween or that thing it's spooktober at the moment of this recording probably quite later down the line you guys are probably like wondering what the heck but we're doing zombie apocalypse and as the host i'll paint you the fabulous background story so you guys have a bit of something to work from so (laughs) this is how (laughs) the guys are trying so listeners if you don't know uh raspberry doesn't know how to pronounce our co-host of this <laughs> or our, our co-partner of this episode which is Yotin <laughs> that happens and that's not a problem at all it's Yotin and um, oh Yotin is your choice but yeah let me paint you guys the background of the zombie apocalypse so you guys are doing your normal day to day things everything's going fine it's it's in your preferred choice of country, I'll give you that option. Preferred choice of country, where you guys are doing your normal daily task, you getting things, do, getting by, doing the normal things, and then all of a sudden, you hear a giant explosion. Not nearby, but uh, loud enough that you guys can hear the rumble and feel the rumble around the ground. And all of a sudden, right there and there, something's off. Something doesn't feel right. You don't quite see anything change dramatically but something's off you hear screams in the distance now having this situation before we get into our first topic 
what is it what is it would be your guys first go-to moves in this situation you've heard explosion you've got a rumble Jotun, you start off uh what would your first go-to move at this particular situation be okay is it is it just explosions and stuff or is there like a a, a radio thing saying there's zombies like they're coming they're, no no they're no people, no no it's blood. just one one big explosion there's a rumble on the ground people are screaming in a little bit of distance now you've just felt all of this now what is your first go-to move oh dude i would probably just carry on gaming or something i i, I doubt i would notice it no you fucking wouldn't no that's okay, perfect actually, response actually, actually i might like south africa South Africa doesn't really have earthquakes, so if there was like rumbles and stuff, then exactly. I would I would then get a you bit would freak the fuck out. I would be like, "Yo, listen, this isn't tornado to country." <laughs> I was like, "This isn't like America or a country like that." I'm like, "Nah, there's something going on here." <laughs> so what, what? Okay, so Raspberry, you seem like you have a bit across. What would it be your first thing to do after this explosion? You find a rumble, you hear a few screams in the background. What would, what would you do? What would be your first Oh, did action? you add the screams part? You added the screams so, part. You didn't say screams yeah. earlier. It's uh, you? slight, quite quiet screams in the background. So you, it's quite a distance away. You can't quite hear the screams like clear, but you hear the slight screams. What would be your first action? Okay, my first action is if I'm on this podcast right now and I... No, no, not, not in the podcast. You're doing your normal like day-to-day things like say you're cleaning your dishes, playing video games, all of a sudden okay, you hear okay, boom okay, okay, okay. and then there's a slight rubble now after the rubbles and the noise settles you hear slight screams like ah, ah, ah. oh man you don't if call, I'm you playing don't... games if i'm playing games and i hear slight screams and rumbles firstly i'll take off my headset as slowly as possible i'll stand up i'll ask my girl and be like you okay what was that she'll be like i don't know I would personally think, listen, it's just this, it's a day in South Africa, and I'll just carry on to be honest, because I wouldn't think much of it. Personally, <laughs> like, reasonable I mean, you response. Can't tell me, you both can't tell me you would both be like, you no, guys wouldn't think much I'm of it. Exactly, like, I mean, look, exactly. I'm looting what happened during June in Durban. I mean, like, I was dude, just like about to the, say, after like, what happened last off, year, AK 47s <laughs> went off down my fucking road, even. Guys. To any listeners over here who isn't clued in about South Africa, last year we had riots because of summer shortages and stuff, and they were basically militia keeping people safe inside the area where Raspberry stays. Nah, like, listen, you guys think you have your problems. No, 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 no. Listen, you don't know. You don't know what tough is until you live in this fucking country. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, no, but that, that's why I raised the question to you two guys because yeah, we we like to think of the whole movie situation like like oh no, I'm gonna break open the cupboards, uh, stop warding nah, up no. the doors. No, 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 no. I'm putting you guys in a real life situation here. You guys heard this, and obviously you could have had the if like any normal person like myself included, I would not actually do anything i would feel something i'm like whoa something's off but i wouldn't do anything until something really pops up so i'm going to add more to the story so now you guys have painted that no no don't worry to to be honest like dude like okay rumbling happens i would literally just be like i'm not thinking much of it i mean day inside not much of it i would literally just carry on gaming people probably freak out everywhere else until i get a whatsapp video of like something going 100%. on and I'll be like hmm maybe there's something more to this yeah so 
I just want to say my my response would be to check out with Papa Google if something has yeah. happened around me because I live very close by to a school. So if there are people screaming and stuff, yeah. I just think that it's children, you know? Yeah. You guys painted really good scenarios. So now you guys have done the kind of normal things to do. So after, say, 15, 20 minutes, you don't he- quite f- feel or hear or see anything different. It's still normal day, normal day. And then all of a sudden, a viral video goes out on any, on pretty much all platforms of people screaming and running. And all of a sudden, they are busy eating each other. Some people are eating each other. Some people are pouncing on each other. Some people are putting each, the, the people down to the floor and grouping together. And, and you see uh, blood splatters while the person recording is swearing and crying. And all of a sudden, the video stops. And then all of a sudden, the power turns off. Typical in South Africa. I was just about to say, you the sure power goes off. <laughs> <laughs> so the power goes off. You've seen this video. Not quite confirmed it's a zombie, but you've seen the video of things pouncing on people, people doing certain things. Now, I'm leading you guys to the first question because obviously there's so many ways we could have done this. I could have played a play-by-play, get to hear you guys. Maybe we'll do it in another episode, but in this episode, You've seen this video. You've now gotten a bit of an idea that something is quite quite not right, that you guys got inspired enough to do something about it. And the first thing you guys come to your mind is that we need a base of operations. So uh, you could go like one of the default fallbacks, which I'll propose here as one of mine, but again, I'm not going to go into too much detail on it, is possibly making yourself uh, hold up in a casino or a grocery store so if you i would pick a grocery store because then i would have all the food i would need to and i would not need to venture out unnecessarily yes there's drawbacks where obviously the zombies would have multiple ways of getting in because the store would have uh, both the emergency exit and the front exit but at the same time i'll have all the resources necessary to barricade make food and set up quite an established uh, settlement from the shopping center onwards now, this is your question, guys. What is your what would your go to base of operations be? It can be anything from, but it has to be within the place you started at. If you guys both said South Africa, it have to be somewhere in South Africa. Ugh. If you guys said UK or America, I'd give you guys that freedom. But then everything going forward has to be based according to those places and etc. So, Jotun, do you want to go first, no, or should I hand it over to Raspberry? Okay, Jotun, you have been nominated. The, fir- the my number one choice, although it would be. Wait, wait, sorry. Th- before you carry on, can we interject here? Like, if we think, like, no, we'd rather should do this and that. Oh no, hundred percent. So Jotun will pitch his idea, and while after he's pitched his idea, you get to poke as many holes as you wish into there, clarify in there, make any things, and. Uh, reveal to me as uh, to the host and why Jotun's idea is not quite as good as he is claiming up to be. And uh, Jotun, unfortunately, we are, we don't have too much time for this episode, so keep to one two ideas if you have. Uh, I know you are notorious for having multiple ideas, but try keep to the top two if necessary. I've only got one. Okay, Whoa. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked what's my go to place, so yeah, what is yeah, it? go for it. So. It'll take a little bit of a while to get there. Let's say two hour, a two-hour drive. But 
granted that it would take a while for the zombie outbreak to spread, I would gun it straight in the beginning for a very small port or like port city or port town because there would be a lot of trade that the port facilitates and motherfucker stole that, my idea <laughs> and it would so it would mean that i need all the resources or i have all the resources that i would need including food but probably the most important is building resources as well and apart from the the goods that it can provide me probably the best thing about it is that you've always got a getaway plan for if the zombies come for you and that's that you can just go onto the open water well interesting interesting well my theory would be it does take a while for the zombies to like you know get everyone get infected and start me yeah, chow chowing again know, you guys don't quite but, know it's zombies zombies you oh, just well, know they- that people are eating each other so you kind of have the impression of zombies, but you don't know. So you don't know what type of zombies this is. You guys are going on but a whim here. That, yes, it is so zombies then- as we know. But again, you don't know how it's spread. So you don't know if it's like evil within or if it is like World War Z or if it's like that. So you guys are working with very, like, you're right. That's perfect. Uh, Ryoten's response is perfect. I'm just giving you the idea that you... Don't quite know the reason or cause okay. yet. Yeah, the only the only alternative thing that would be like people eating other people's flesh in my mind would be, be like no, it would be a crazy Wendigo outbreak, which is even worse. So in the in that oh, case, a zombie true. scenario is even, <laughs> the zombie scenario is the light thing in that oh, case. I've got to rethink this whole thing, dude. But anyway, yeah. Okay. A port for me. Oh, well, and that's also, a, that's a clever idea. Also, if you do need to break away, then the sea is like a self-sustainable f- f- uh, source of Jotun. food for you. Jotun. maybe I should have gone first. Fuck, you just told <laughs> everything I was going to say. <laughs> it happens when you give up your idea. So, unfortunately, you're going to have to come up with another idea. No, so um, my thing was going to be like found a base, like deeper in the ocean, go somewhere where it's very easy access to the ocean. Because what's cool is, like your thing, Mister Host Mackey. Like at a supermarket, if you barricade yourself in a supermarket, I can only think of bad things that can happen. Yes, you got the food resources, but the majority of people that are going to try go find security and shelter are going to go and try break in to a shopping market or mm-hmm. a food market, keeping yourself open, bro. Because if you're on your own, you don't have weapons, or let's say you make a makeshift weapon, though you're going to fight off those masses. Hey, they're going to do damage getting in because when food. And water is a necessity. They're going to break in. They're going to try to kill you. There's going to be herds of masses. So, yes, you Very might have true. the food resource, but you kind of want to go away to where you can go for natural resources. Mm. So, my whole thing would be go somewhere close to an ocean because if food runs out, listen, you might not catch a fish every day. But once you catch a fish, it can last you a little bit. So, go somewhere where you can do a little bit of fishing. And listen, if need be, you might not have diesel or petrol to go or gas is very important to go to catch fish in the boat down there, but at least you can do some marine life on the on the shore there. There might be crabs, there 100%. Might be whatever. Mm. But so I I like your guys' ideas, and I perfectly agree with you, uh, Raspberry. Like I gave that shopping idea as a uh, my input into that. It would not be my top choice. One of my top choices uh, what would, would be farm. Be then? Farm would, would be a farm. A farm. Yeah. Farm is you. It's not one hundred percent long term. The reason why I would choose farm is that it's very isolated. So if anything would come to me, it would more be animal life. 
So, but again, I don't know anything about this. The disease could be transferred along with the animals. I could just be exposing myself to the said virus or whatever the thing. Dude, imagine like 40 cows and 30 sheep have got like the zombie virus and they just want to try to eat you. 100%. It so funny that like yeah. sheep just try to run off. You'd be like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's no joke. So that's no joke, bro. I have like a fear <laughs> of cows. I can barely walk within three meters of a cow because if those things charge you, then you're done, dude. That's like 300 kilograms of meat knocking you. <laughs> that steak hit you hard. Dude, I'm the guy who would take a bite out of that cow because I see sirloin steak. Like, I would literally be like, okay, it's your turn now. You try to charge me, fine. I can do one for one. Like, it's chill. <laughs> I can bite you. I but, but that actually brings up one of the most important factors of zombie media in general, which is that the biggest threat isn't the zombies. The biggest threat is actually other people. Oh, yeah, that's great. That was like my whole thing with the supermarket because other people were trying yeah. to hunt you and try claim mm. what is like they listen, when, when any outbreak or virus goes down and there's no resources, humanity will go into the olden days where it's you hunt and you like your, your, your village, your plunder, your, your rape is the wrong word, not people, <laughs> but your rape, the, the, the facility that you've tried to build so they can just take something back with them and let them survive for you two days so your main fear isn't the actual zombies and that it should be actual normal people who aren't infected yeah so i just want to add on to Jotun's thing so Jotun said he would take a port now uh from experience uh what? certain ports would you would you choose a bit of an isolated port like somewhere that's port. obviously a small port okay yeah. and um so you would take that as an opportunity so now i know ports generally are walled in they generally have like a gate and a ward in perimeter um we can make the assumption that the people who used to be there have long gone they tried to go save their families whatever you with your uh car with the family managed to come inside here lock the gates now this is quite a large area to protect because again we don't know if there's if the creatures or zombies are able to climb walls or that kind of stuff so you've got a lot of ground a lot of open space to cover because Ports don't generally have lots of buildings. They have like one central main building for obviously admin purposes, uh, probably a toilet. So you pretty much cover it there. But then obviously in order to protect it, how would you fortify? Port? So I, I wouldn't make the whole port my base of operations. I would make uh, a small manageable like uh, boat or like family cruise vessel. Like something like mm-hmm, those those mm-hmm. those typical vessels that have a bed, a kitchenette, and let's say a room inside of it. I would make one of those yeah. my that would be my base of operations actually, because it doesn't really help me if I try to settle inside the warehouse and then there's banging and shit that goes on around me and I realized, oh crap, they're coming for me. And then I have to first haul ass two kilometers to an actual getaway vessel. No, I need to to move about in short little bursts um, and move okay. everything that I need to the vessel because that is my ultimate survival method. But the, the port I would just okay. go to in the beginning as an, a place which I can exploit the resources of. Yeah. Just like okay. if, if, if I weren't 
if I didn't have access to a port or anything, then my go-to would probably be something like an RV because that's a mobile home. Let's not kid ourselves in a zombie apocalypse or any kind of flesh-eating apocalypse. Your best plan is a mobile plan because the zombies move around yeah. as well. That's true. Okay. Uh, now we've heard Jotun give his nice uh, pitch. Uh, now, Raspberry, you did mention that you would also do something similar to the coast. Would yours also be a nomadic kind of style where you would move from time to time? Or would you more fortify a central location and kind of like make sure that wherever you stay in is like it's solid? Like obviously you're able to go out when you need to, but you always have a, a place where you can call a safe place so, after you've done your expressions. So... It's a difficult one to answer because I want to say that I would go and look for people to make be friend so we can go as a group. And so then okay. saying that by doing that, then I would think about fortifying and securing one location. And then basically... And that location would be? It's so difficult to say. Um, I would say close to the ocean, but actually it would be close enough to water so you can boil it. Um, if there's dirt, okay. close enough to water, close enough to soil, so you can grow your own things. So, would you choose a farm that's close to the coast, then, something like that? Yeah, I'll choose that. That'll probably be the better idea. Okay. Again, I'm just uh, trying to decipher what you've done because uh, Jotun's painted a really good picture. That he he wants something that's a more mo mo mobile plan, so uh, a boat with like bedding and stuff, and he would set up base wherever he needs to set up base. Yeah, no, but I just wanted to get move. your opinion. That's a smart move, what Jotun said. For me, I would personally start settling down a place and fortify and make sure that place is secure. Then eventually, slowly but surely, start scavenging out and go for runs and go for like, um, um, like you know, scavengers. Search. Search for tin, search for other things that you might not have in the area and try self-sustain in the little area you have to eventually grow that yes it's going to be times probably where you can't anymore and you have to move on to different locations but in the meantime that will be a starting point so i think we got to establish between starting point and end goal 100 percent, and i agree with that so now i got your two ideas i'm going to poke holes in each one of them you guys are welcome to poke additional holes uh but i'm going to start with Jotun because he gave his uh, he started there now, Yotan, where I do agree a mobile solution is a preferable solution because obviously resources can, this is a poke to you, by the way, Raspberry, resources in the area will eventually run out There's, because no one's restocking those shelves, no one's restocking anything. So agreed self-sufficiency is important, but that's going to take a bit of time and uh, a lot of manpower, which is going to be a bit difficult when everyone doesn't know who's going to pounce on each other next again. It's a weird situation that is there. But the problematic thing about Jotun's idea is that he will, what I foresee, and please, Jotun, correct me or uh, improve your uh, why, prove that why what I'm saying is not quite this case. I see Jotun running away from the whatever horde and always on a consistent run basis. Now, say that you are on your boat, you manage to. Obviously, you're not quite a skilled boatsman, that kind of stuff. Obviously, there's certain um, motor-powered boats. You drive away, and then you have to leave whatever you gathered and from the mainland because you won't be able to stock up on a lot too much or the boat will be way too heavy. 
uh, on the area that you gathered. So basically all that effort to gathering some equipment, certain uh, medicines, certain foods, you only be able to grab a portion of that and put it on the boat and leave without it. Now, you're going to eventually also run into the same situation is that you've used up the ports and again, now you moved to an RV, you won't necessarily have always the greatest equipment and eventually you're going to just be running to exhaustion. Exactly. So do you have anything to combat against that? Because a lot of people would settle down and I like your idea because it's really something I've never came across before. So so what what exactly is your question? What will I do if I run out of resources? Well, how would you combat the thing where a lot... Is it is this a tr- true downside that you have to like leave pretty much everything you've gathered at the port because it got a little bit too hot to stay at that certain location and just I don't it? think that that situation would arise that quickly because and no, and, I and, don't and I agree with you but but I, d- I don't mean that I don't think that the resources in the port will disappear quite quickly because it's very possible that there are other survivors around that are also looking after themselves and you know things will disappear after a while but what i mean is it would be a bit senseless of me to gather resources and tools and things but then not leave them on the ship but on the land i would make sure that they're on the ship um at least like a month's <laughs> supply or something like a month's supply of of food wait what kind of ship are we talking about are we talking yeah, about like, like a... You're on a rig bro <laughs> yeah remember i said uh, uh, like a family kind of vessel that can have a bed and a kitchenette and like a room inside. How, mu- how much resources yeah, do you think you can fit inside of a room? Yeah, fair enough. You can fit quite a bit if you pack it right. Yeah, you can fit that there, but then where are you going to go? Because <laughs> now you've got all the boxes on the bed and now you don't have a bed. <laughs> you just have something co- co- occupying the space. I know what you mean, like a yacht type of thing. Yeah, like a yacht that a family would have a large for yacht. a holiday. Not a large yacht, uh, just a, a yacht. Okay. Let's say 10 by 6 meters. Okay. That's a like, decent size. That's that a, that's decent a decent size. size. That's a decent size on the inside of the place for um, like something the size of a pantry. And like, oh, 100%. Like you don't actually need a toilet. So I would actually fill up the whole entire toilet compartment with, shit in the ocean. with stuff exactly you can pee and crap <laughs> over the sides nice. so yeah, that's just I'm more nice. storage space for you and yeah. logically you wouldn't be stocking up on tools and things that you think is going to be used up quickly you want something that is like anti-corrosive or whatever um we talked a bit about this in our survival episode as well like you're well, not what going tool was really anti-corrosive though i mean a hammer still rusts a screwdriver still rust. Stainless like, steel you things. Have to do, yeah, but how, but like in a situation like this now where the whole world's going apeshit, you're not going to think of grabbing something that's stainless steel. You're not going to be picky. I would. Yeah, I guess so. Because cause, yeah. cause you're, you're, you're in life and death. Like you're not going to, if you, if you, let's say there is a bit of a supermarket buy going or like a selection of tools by a hardware store or something. You're not going to go for the tool that looks like crap. No, you're going to no, go 100%. for the one that looks like premium that's going to hold a while because you don't have to pay for that shit anymore. It's free right now. So you just take the best yep. you can get True. and you haul ass. 
I guess so, so, yeah. And Mackie, we talked about this a bit with the survival episode as well. Like, I wouldn't choose a water filter that looks like it's made of plastic. No, the water filter will be fine. Yeah, the water filter will be fine in the situation. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. That is that that is absolutely fine. I mean, that's idea writ large. You, you're not going to yeah. go for something that looks like it's going to deteriorate with, um, yeah. let's say, 100%. with six months of use or something. But even if that were the case, six months is a pretty long time, especially if you're mobile. Mm, that no, is. and I, I agree with your idea. I just can foresee you guys are going to be out in sea and all of a sudden the motor stops working and then you guys with your limited experience with boat handling and mechanical repairs, you're going to look at this and you say, we're going to try That brings me to my to most important safety measure, which is actually that I would, if like the first, the instance I find out that some kind of flesh eating thing is happening, I would download the offline version of Wikipedia immediately. That's like most of the knowledge of humanity contained within 70 gigabytes. But remember, I painted the fact that the power went off after you viewed that video. Hey, so, we live in South Africa. Most of us has generators and UPSs. Yeah, man. We, South true, Africa true. is ready for that shit, But dude. all the cell towers are pretty low at the moment because thanks to all that load shitting. So you probably got Off-line. like two minutes, ten minutes of... That's perfect in nine time. Dude, dude, as soon as I get a big enough phone or a phone with big enough capacity because at the moment i have a shit one i'm literally going to download the whole of wikipedia anyway like you never know when something is going to happen oh my god that's funny okay so let's move on to the next question because uh, i think we need to move on now i'm gonna repaint the scenario so you guys have been surviving you guys have been gathering now in raspberry's case he's been growing a community where it seems that jotun would most likely find a community and kind of settle with them for a while still have his like escape option if he needs to kind of like save his family but in the time being jotun's found a place which he seems like it can be working for now until they stop uh benefiting me and my family and where raspberry is building his like community growing his like bringing his homies and bros to together and kind of gathering the guns and pistols, whatever they wish. Now, you guys have been nominated as... Uh, uh, look, look, I'm going to go with you. But first of all, I just got to say, I would definitely not build a community or anything. I would treat this as winning the lottery. Like the more people that know about my stuff. But that's why I'm saying that you would be part of the community, but you wouldn't necessarily create a community where uh, raspberry okay. would create a community you would join it but only if it benefits you yeah yes creating a community listen 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 creating a community like this is just my opinion creating a community makes sense because firstly you got more hands you got more protection you have more skilled people in their fields for example imagine someone sure. who is a contractor cool let's build the perimeter like an actual sick ass perimeter around here so we can kind of do this like walking dead style <laughs> like create a create like a town you know create your own town with people so you can all trust one another if you go together as a group and then you can build you can slowly do this and that like slowly build but at the same time also whilst you're doing that like hunter and gatherer style get the people to go out a group of you guys go out and and, and scout and go gather resources 
and the other just maintain the facility, do your day-to-day jobs, rotation, as in farming, cool, plant more this, house carrots awesome. this, pick this, do that. And then the food that the community collects together from doing all of this can feed the community. Self-sustainable, self-thingy. Because, I mean, you know, you just get one of those people who are like extreme, extreme wilderness crazy motherfuckers that'll be able to build a TV out of bamboo sticks. You know what I'm saying? Just get one of them and, you know, sort it. No, no, I 100% agree with that. I'm just painting the scenario of, so you just enforce my situation where you would create the community where Jotun would well, go by and he would leave the community if it came into... Okay, but I'll paint the paint the question. So now the community is seeing that you guys have really interesting, great ideas and they felt comfortable enough now to give you guys, let's say, you guys can enforce one rule or law, well, not enforce, but dictate or doctrinate one law or rule to the community that they have to follow. Now, obviously, there's a lot of rules and a lot of laws that have to be following. Now, Raspberry, since you didn't go first last time, I'm going to give it yeah, to you. Yeah, good, good, Now, good, this good, law good. can be anything. Like, one, one law could be that if you're coughing, you must get the F out of this community because we have no idea how this thing is going. So it could be like coronavirus style. Again, you guys have no idea how this thing is going. You guys are working by pure knowledge of what people have been rooming around where one person saying, oh, I've seen one person bite and they turn, uh, where another person says, oh, no, someone got shot in the head and they turn. And there's, there's this consistent uh, conflict of information. Not, no one's really put the information together to make a logical conclusion of how the virus is spreading. Well, you know, it is happening. You guys are quite confident now it is a zombie apocalypse. Okay, yeah. And again, you guys could download whatever you wanted to download from Wikipedia, but you have one rule or law. What do you think would be the most important for people to follow? All right, okay. So now that we've known it's a zombie apocalypse, okay? We don't know what caused the virus. We don't know what happened, okay? But we know it's a zombie apocalypse. I mean, just that act alone... Every person in this fucking world has watched the zombie apocalypse movie or has something with the zombie in it. So you can kind of paint your own picture what's going to go down. You know what I mean? Without actually knowing what's happening. Yeah. But so the first law would be, okay, guys, even though we don't know what's really going on, we can kind this of- This is the only picture. one, hey? So you have to make sure this is your top rated law. Yeah, hey? yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that's fine, five that's fine, laws. That's fine. No, I'm not giving you five laws. I'm giving you one law that is amazing. Okay, promise you. So the one law would be- because now I'm saying this because we're a community and because we're going to bunk it down and build a community, the one law goes down to saying, share everything and everyone works. Like everyone must work and share. Good idea. In the sense of everyone must have rotations to farm. Everyone must have rotations to do this. Everyone must have rotations to that. So it's not unfair because you don't want your own people to get angry and upset with one another. Then it will just be a flop. The whole thing would just go down and share as in, for example, if you are an excellent farmer and you grew like 10 tomatoes within one yield or one plant and that there's only been one tomato on any other tree there is, I mean, distribute that amongst the community, you know, everyone needs to have a certain amount of portion of food, everyone needs to have a certain amount of this, like rationalize, portionize, share and work, you know, that's the law. And- to add a bit of like a uh, conf- or conflict of your idea, I'm sure Jotun will back me up on this. What happens to say your community includes a very old timer, like someone that's really old, or a kid who's very young, or someone breaks, or someone breaks, or someone breaks their arm? 
They can't do the what are work. You, are, you, are, you, are you asking me what's going to happen then? Yeah, well, they can't do the work. They're breaking no. the law. Okay. Okay. That's They're literally fine. there eat, That's taking up your resources. What would you do with them? Execute. Because now I'll... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you I'm get teasing, the plan. <laughs> There's like bodies lying outside your wall <laughs> saying yeah. you don't work, you don't want them. <laughs> no, 100%. Be like execution. We can use your meat, human. No. <laughs> no, no. So realistically, okay. Obviously, when it comes to situations like that, if they can't work, there's exceptions. You know, like a law says, at a stop street, you're supposed to stop. However, if there's no cars, do you actually physically stop your vehicle or do you slowly roll over, slow down your speed incredibly so you roll over the stop street, look left and right and continue to go? So technically, you've broken the law by not stopping. However, it's not frowned upon doing what you're doing. And there's always loopholes to a law, not loopholes, but there's always leeway to a law like that. Same thing with this working, where you've got to explain to your people saying, listen, obviously, if you're injured and sick as fuck, then obviously you can't work. But like, listen, if you just snap the nail, different story, like go work. But what if, but what if I'm overweight and doing nah, physical bro, then you need to lose weight. I'm difficult. making you healthy. Then I'm making you healthy. You must work. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's not working though, and he, he's he's not working, and he's healthy for his age. It's not my fault. He's eighty. Yeah, but at the same time, like everyone must work. It's Screw not that. Like... I'm gonna kill him. No, listen, no, you're going out of proportion. <laughs> you see how these things come up? No, asshole. Listen, because now, because you have to, you have to account for that. The fact no, that no, so listen, how listen. I would how I would have changed it for the elderly. I would. I'm helping you here. So. uh <laughs> The elderly, I would say that they would be the babysitters. So you have kids, they need to be educated and stuff, and the elderly probably know quite a bit. Wait, wait. I'm you helping said, you here. You said, yeah, yeah, but you said one law. You didn't say we must add 50 rules within the law. No, 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 no. I said one law, and then obviously there's going to be downsides because you only have one law to make it up. Yeah. Now, obviously, again, I know that this is an impossible challenge that you're never going to get 100% right, and that's part of the. That's why we lo- love this Ramble Shamble because... Mackie wants us to make some kind of Hammurabi's code of law with no, only yeah, one yeah. law. Yeah. No, no. But my law to everyone must work is getting... You guys take it too seriously. So in the fact that, as what Mackie said, the law to work. So an elderly person can't go and like plow. That elderly person can't go lay bricks because they have bad back, back knees. The old person mm. can't go hunting and you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you get some crazy motherfucker but what do you old do person who can. No. So you'll do... Listen, what you'll do is you'll go and give them other easier jobs. Well, you said that everything is done on rotation, though. Yes. So obviously. you're the one who suggested that everyone does a little bit of every job because it's on but rotation. Within, yeah, but within reason, obviously. I mean, if you have a body, if you have Arnold Schwarzenegger in your fucking camp, are you going to let him go? <laughs> I'll be like. Yeah, are you going to let him, are you going to let him babysit like other people? Nah. But Arnie over there needs a lot of fuel to power all of that muscle. So does he get the lion? Does he get like triple rations? Because that's how much calories those people use up. No, no. The difference oh, is not. it depends then, what type. Ta- it depends what type of Arnie you're talking about. Are you talking about nowadays Arnold? Because nowadays Arnold is not that jack. Yeah, Mister Mister Olympia. Yeah. So obviously uh, we're gonna have to leave it off there. Uh, Jotun, what one law would you give? to the people oh geez it's a definitely it, it definitely wouldn't be some kind of socialist thing it would probably be something like 
And it's going to be a bit like the Asimov's law of robotics. And it'll basically be just don't do harm to other people. Uh, and that can be like actual physical harm or stealing from them or something. But it's, okay. but basically you're in it for yourself. You, you're allowed to trade and whatever amongst yourselves, but you're not allowed to hurt or be detrimental towards other people in terms of sabotage or stealing from them or anything like that. Zombies are fair game. You know, go apeshit on them. You can cap them. You can hack them apart, whatever. But people are a no-go. Now, what stops Now, what stops your people from listening to your law? No, so this is a law that we have to enforce everywhere. So it's not, they will have to listen to it. Okay. However, like like yours. So if you said that everyone rotates, everyone has to do it, it's a law. Um, but if someone doesn't do it, then obviously they, oh, well, I guess so. Yeah. What happens if they don't? What happens? Yeah. Do they get exiled? I, don't know, I agree with you. Sorry. Raspberry, you are correct there. Jotun, what would you do if they don't listen to that law? Yeah. <laughs> would they be exiled? So the, only, the only way that things can happen to, in order to enforce that law is that there would be some kind of punishment that comes with it. Now, like. so, so, so look, whatever law you, you, you put, the punishments would literally be the antithesis of that law. So, for example, now, I mm. said that you can't heart, harm or be a detriment towards other people, but the, the, the punishments would be the, the exact opposite. It would be either you have to kill that guy or you have to, like, whip him on the stake or something like that. Or, That's like, like a huge dictatorship, bro. Yeah, but what's your one? Your one is that you have to be all yeah, lovey what would be? or exile. <laughs> no, no, that's listen, exactly listen. that's exactly the opposite nah. as well. So my the point that I'm making is that the punishment would have to go completely against the values of everybody that's following yeah. your law. By listen, definition, listen. it would need to be because yeah. otherwise, what would what would push them away from it? Because it would have to be something they actually yeah. value. Otherwise, there's no fear of them. I get that. I get that. I get that. But that's then, very then, true. Uh, that's okay, very true. I get that. I agree with you. But there's two ways to look at this. It's the way you are, but there's also another way of looking at this too. So it's not whipping or burning them by the stake or fucking like massacring <laughs> them. My thing is, okay, you must understand the law. If you break the law within the community, it's like breaking a law with the country. You have to be punished in a certain way. However, depending on your crime, let's say, for example, you said no one's allowed to steal from one another. Let's say someone stole Jimmy's toilet paper roll there. Now he's, you know, he's he doesn't have toilet paper or he steals his portion of his hey, food. Hey, toilet paper's gold exactly. at this era. So he goes and, you know, he goes and steals his food. Like to to beat him. 12, and to 12 put lashings at noon. Or 12 lashings at noon. <laughs> or, or like to... <laughs> As the clock strikes. No, <laughs> it's like, Jimmy, you better tuck the balls in because this is going to be a fucking lady. Jeez, but, this um, is like ass. This is like but, playing ass on the playground now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, my thing would be is, honestly, if... If someone steals food from another, that's a huge thing because obviously that person won't child. And your the way you described everything, your law was to, you know, no one disadvantages one another. However, your law doesn't state to share with one another. So yeah. technically, Jimmy over there might have 50 apples, but Peter over there only has one. 
So for him, once his one is finished, he would be obliged to be like, yo, I'm hungry. No one's helping me because you said everyone's in. It's all for yourself, all games, just for you, bro. You don't want to help one another. So then you're going to have that to happen in your community. So my punishment would be if O's don't work, okay, not necessarily work, but if I had the same scenario, obviously no one must steal. I mean, that's another law, but Mackie said one. But if another law did have to come up, it would also be not stealing, obviously, fuck. But then a punishment... Hmm would be not necessarily punishing them, but threatening them to be exiled and released into this unknown because we know it's a zombie, okay. but we don't know what. So that person would have to go and roam around himself, not necessarily hurt the person, but more of that. But, but, but then it still, it still has to do with whatever you value in your community. So, for yeah, ex- so those people value the inclusivity of being in a community and mutual... Uh, benefit towards everybody in the community and- so now if you boot them out of their community then they've lost everything they don't have a community they have no one that they can help there's no one else whose skills they can rely on and similarly in our modern system nowadays probably the thing that we value the most in our culture is freedom and lo and behold what's the penalty for breaching other people's freedom you get put in prison where you've got fuck all place to go, you've got fuck all choice about what you want to do. Which don't no get twenty lashings whatsoever. at noon. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so no, no, but but you see, uh, this is why I'm so glad that this is probably one of the one of the better, or not the better. I I, I think this is one of the best pairings of complete opposite ideas we've had in Ramble Shamble. Who's who's gonna who's gonna stop being bad if they get threatened? Like you know it's what? A Fuck zombie you, Yotin. Exactly. Dude, so you know what, Yotin? You know, hey, Yotin, 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 you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to tell my back, community guys, back, to go and whoop your back. community's ass. It's going to be a war. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, it's it's really great to have two different, complete different perspectives because Yotin has obviously a much more nomadic and saying, if you can't do it yourself, then obviously you're not fit for this environment. You should, you're going to die off eventually. Where... Raspberry likes to build the community back up. So once the infrastructure and things break apart, he he likes bringing the pieces back together and say, in order for this to be a long-term thing, not like a one-shot hurrah, let's build it together. Now, guys, we don't have much time. I'm going to leave this to the question to the audience. Audience, we are going to touch on one more topic briefly at the after I've given the question of this episode. Where would you, uh, What one law would you make in a zombie apocalypse to the group of people? You're not, you, you can't say leading. And exact same scenario, situations, your choice. You can even share your preferred place of base operations. Again, your choice. Now, guys, we're going to go to the last. Wait, wait. Before we do. No, no. Before we do, we haven't heard what the host's law would be. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I want to poke holes in your fucking law. Mackie, before you give us a law, I just want to say one good thing about uh, Raspberry's law. I think the most plausible way in which you can build a community is that you do it in the very beginning of the outbreak before people have started to get desperate. Because when people are desperate, you can't trust anything that they say. But if you you build like a bond with people in the very beginning, then that just already reduces the the incentive or any kind chance, of betrayal yeah. or anything like that. Hundred percent. It's not unlikely that someone will betray you. It's not unlikely. But however, your chances are slim because when you build that trust in the beginning, your mind goes, "Hey guys, you know what? 
either though no one knows what's going on you get into a little panic mode and all you want to do is find people it's just i think it's just the human thing just find people so you can all be a group to comfort one another not comfort as in crying each other's arms but you know what i mean work together so by doing yeah. that early you establish a good base and you establish a good foundation whereas yeah as as what yotan said like if you do that too late you can't trust anyone imagine you guys now have an established base everything is sorted right you guys have it's like it's like garden of eden at your places and now all of a sudden i randomly come and knock on your door and it's like yo listen would you let me in help me like you know you're not really gonna trust me i agree with all you say so let me get my quick law again we don't have much time and i really want to touch on the all last right, right, topic quickly, quickly, tell a fun us little end topic so the law that i would do is very similar to raspberry's idea so again i would do something similar to raspberry i would make a base of i'll bring a community together of like-minded skilled people my law would be you get what you work for. So obviously it has the same consequence as raspberries is that what about the elderly oh, and the young? Obviously that, that would, that, that would be covered by other laws. And I, it's an impossible question to solve every problem with one law. So similar to what raspberry says, except mine's a little bit more harsh because my one's saying that if you, if you say kill 10 zombies, you should, uh, technically, get ten rations of food. Oh, I thought you were going to say ten <laughs> zombies of you food. You check this community takes out every zombie there is in the country <laughs> for more rations. Hundred percent. So, but if you, if you decide to say if you decide to like laze around and you you don't do much of anything, you'll still get one ration. You'll still get one ration of food, but you won't get nearly as much as the people who work. Like you will get the bare, the very very bare minimum, and that's what my law would be saying that. If you don't work, you get the bare, bare minimum you ever need. And if it comes to shove that we have to sacrifice one of the people, boy, you are on the top of that list. Because, oh boy, if like, if bandit, like, if like the bandits come over and they say, give up one of your guys and we'll give you 10 rations of food, I'll say, you, sorry, man, you're not helping this community. Okay. Bye-bye. Raspberry gets one poke and then I get one poke before we go to the next topic. Yeah, and then we make it an alpha tower. <laughs> I'm fragile. And then <laughs> Mackie thought he could get away. No, no, no. Go for it. Ah, uh, so my my thing would be is that you said everyone works with rations. Like if you're lazy, you only get one ration. Like you still gotta feed your people, you give them one ration. But that's gonna cause a lot of bias and a lot of unfairity and a lot of jealousy. Because imagine now one person tries his best to let's say slay ten zombies. That gives him ten rations. But he can only slay one because he's yeah. incompetent. Then he, that oak is going to feel so bad, and he's yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. But it's going to get to a point where it's going to be a. He needs to get good. <laughs> get good. It's going to be a rival. If, if you if you kill one zombie, you get one. You get one ration, or you you would technically get two rations because it's always one plus whatever you do. So if it's not killing zombies, or if it's just like gathering farms, like gathering food, you gather like two rations of food. You get two rations of food. Hundred percent. The thing is, that's a good idea, but at the same time, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> Mainly because if you take someone's food away, I <laughs> promise you, people will go south quickly, and they will revolt. They will go. They will go apeshit. Your community will fall, bro. Not taking their food. Well, what's ration? In, in in my system, they would distribute it in a central location, and when it comes to food distribution or food rationing to give out to people, they won't get nearly as much because they didn't get the seal improvement of saying you've you've done your that's more of a work. punishment though no no you're not making your argument stronger because if there's one place where all the food is then everybody knows where the place the stuff is being hidden but anyway my my hold to poke into it is that 
And it's, it's got nothing to do with human emotion, but it's purely practical and objective. And that's when, or that's that, when the point comes where all the like tinned things and preserved foods are finished, then it literally means that the people that kill 10 people, uh, kill 10, or they're already dead, that do away with 10 zombies will get 10 portions, but then they can only eat so much. So a lot of the things that they are working for would be wasted or spoiled in the end because when you get to the point where you're only getting fresh produce and fresh meat, then all those other things will just rot. And now you've got, you've got old man, you've got old man cranky over here. You've got old man cranky here. That is, and this, this is where the emotion comes in. He'll be like, but dude, you can't even eat all of that before it starts rotting. Why do I only get one ration when four of your ten no, is rotting? No, and that's where obviously my other law would come into effect. But again, and I won't say you it. can get a bit of booty or something because you can give some of your extra to the the, the hottie over there, and then everybody's happy. Yeah, even 100%. though she's not working. Yeah, and then you become a pimp. Yeah, hundred percent. And then a black market starts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's my whole argument, your whole community. No, no more perks because we have to move on to the last topic. We don't have much time. I agree. Guys, it's an impossible one to make sure that it, it's intentionally left with holes. Okay, guys, everyone has holes in their one law. Now, I've the last topic, holes. I've decided to shift it. I know you got it. We've all got millions of holes. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, our pores and our skin have holes. Um, so... The last question is, so I've intentionally been hiding the fact that we don't know how this virus is making people into so-called zombies or Zs or Zs or whatever versions of zombie you like to be called. Now, you guys are fed up with not really knowing. So the question that I'm leaving you guys with is, how would you figure out the zombie virus? So I'll give you well, the, how the zombie virus is spreading so again i intentionally left it black so but like the method so not necessarily like so i'll tell you my yeah. method my method is that i personally or myself and a scout or someone with a bit of like survival knowledge would go hunker down and with like having a pee bag inside of our like suits and stuff fully camouflaged fully centered out and we completely lay still in like the middle of a not too hot zone because we probably would have portioned out uh, the zones between a light zone, medium zone and hot zone and probably stay in the medium zone where zombies are coming by and leave out like live animals where these animals would be possible test subjects and we'll just sit there or not sit there, we'll be laying down like a camouflage completely with like full camo suits, really blend with our environments Maybe we hide in a box or something like that. Something that we completely camouflage and we're just sitting there and we're watching these animals and seeing how if like obviously doing bits of experiments and seeing how the virus is, is being spread. So again, that's my little idea, but we don't have much time, so we won't poke holes in mine. There's probably billion and twelve, which you guys probably have identified. I'm gonna let Jotun go first. Jotun, how would you determine how the like the facts about the virus oh geez dude to be honest i i don't think that so that hard. i even i don't think i even would 
Yeah, I don't think I would either. You would you put yourself awesome. into danger to try and discover that kind of stuff. The, I think that... Hey, you don't have to put yourself. You can go send other people out there and... and Yo, but I don't want to send Tommy and Jerry out. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the closer you bring yourself to discovery, or to discovering that kind of information, is the closer you bring yourself to the danger of the spread. So, sure. and, I, and I mean, it's, it's a bit of a philosophical argument, and in as much as, like, to, to know that kind of information, yeah, it's, it's to bring yourself into more danger. And in the end of the day... How does it help you really if you do know? And by that, could no, be no, but, a cure. Could could be but, something that wait, you could wait, fight wait, wait, against. But let them. me finish. So what I mean is, if it was something that's airborne, right? It's it's like for you to learn that it's airborne, you would have to get close enough to close enough to something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and that's sure. that's almost indistinguishable from uh, like knowing get that you bitten. have to get bitten. Either way, you're trying to stay as yeah. far away from these things as possible. And exactly. if, if like you do learn that kind of information, then like you, you're you're still going to st try to stay as far away as possible. And if if you if you Very don't true. know that and do do breathe the stuff in, then you're going to turn anyway. So like knowing and not knowing <laughs> isn't going to reduce the chances of you getting it in you. Oh, 100%. Because, like, either way, the situation of the infection would happen based on your proximity towards the vector of the disease. So, like, it's better to just stay away. The only way you can learn, and this is how I would learn, is just to be as observant as possible. Because somewhere down the line, you'll see someone else being the dumbass that tries to find out more. <laughs> no offense to you, Mackie. Hey, that's a method. No that is you. a method. <laughs> that is a method. But that's why I asked you the question, and that's a perfectly reasonable response. So, Raspberry, you're the same kind of line as that as well, where you rather not poke into areas you should not poke on, and eventually, hopefully, I say hopefully, eventually, hopefully, you find out somehow, with the risk of your people being affected. Because again, you're sending out scouts, and that's why I contradict your guys because. The fact that you don't know it's just something you breathe in. You guys are not preparing yourselves. No matter what you do. Because now Jotun, eventually when he does meet other people, he unintentionally, maybe it takes a while for that airborne disease, uh, the airborne virus to like, completely zombify the person. And you have no idea what that kind of thing is. So for me, why I say it might be worthwhile to send a scout team, myself included, because I'm technically the leader of this community, is to really find out the bare minimum of this thing. Because at the moment, we're going off by rumors and people are freaking out because like yourself, uh, Rosby, your community is going to go bat crap crazy because of the fact of they see someone coughing and see someone scratching themselves and, then a, and a rash has appeared. And they're fully believing that that is the cause of the virus I get or the zombification. And similar to what happens to The Walking Dead is that they have no idea how it spreads until... Eventually, when they've killed, when someone dies by natural causes, they realize in The Walking Dead that they're all infected with a zombie vet plague, and it just means that if they die, they turn into a zombie. So they they technically all zombies, but they only become official zombies when they yeah. passed on. So my my idea is that at least I know that, 
and if a zombie bites me i don't have to kill bill next to me because the fact is the bite is not transfer the bite doesn't transfer the disease so the fact that you guys are leaving it to say i hope this doesn't get me infected i feel like you're exposing yourself even more because now how many times must you go get in for foods and stuff and you don't know maybe it's okay. by touch or maybe it's by that you could be fully protecting yourself it's raspberry's turn the thing is i feel like i understand your argument it's a very good argument i won't lie i agree with you like 199 percent. but the one percent i don't is is that i feel like you will harm yourself or the community more trying to figure it out causing you exactly. to maybe die sooner or your community it's possible the thing is if the more you know yes it's sometimes better but the more you know it might screw you too so the thing is if, if like listen any it doesn't matter if you know or no like let's take the walkie did for example like they know if they die they turn into a zombie they only figured out so late after losing so many people the only way which will properly figure out what the reason it causes is for someone to turn and eventually you know what's going to happen if you are roaming and scouting and seeing what's going on you're going to get a mental picture on how this disease is kind of getting transferred like i mean listen possible and that's what i'm asking you is if you send out a scout team and they're just watching from a distance 100%. that's a perfectly reasonable and listen, approach like, the most reasonable thing that it could be is either a airborne virus or what you do what do you do if you think someone is a dirty person you want to stay away from them right because you don't want to get anything they maybe have if they even have anything so obviously with a zombie if a zombie comes you want to stay away from them because obviously you don't want to you know get infections and stuff so i mean ugh, i lost my point but i had a good well one. that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna contradict your point there with world war z where in world war z the sick were actually immune to the virus because of the fact that they already had a virus that killed the, Fuck, the so zombie in virus other words, before they got just into this. So. Take a gamble, bro. So, in other words, if you if, if you have a dirty person in your community, yes, you might be right to say, but that, that's why I'm getting to you because a human mind is co- trying to consistently figure out what the F has happened. And the fact that you guys are like seeing people scratch themselves, cough themselves, or cracking themselves, maybe they've just had a bad meal. And now you must comment to that fact. Is that now the zombie? There's one big weakness to your approach, even with scouts doing the job for you. And that's that in both of the community, the fact that both of you guys actually want to establish a community means that you guys value (laughs) the skills and the outputs of other people. So sending in even a scout would be an active detriment towards your people or at least a danger. Yeah, but the, but you have to though. But you have not 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 even trying to figure what's going on with the zombie apocalypse. For your team to go scout for food, it's also a danger, as you say. Like you know, it's a downside because then when they come back, they could spread a virus or they could do whatever. But in any case, all of us are going to have to do that. No, no, but 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 that's not exactly true because Mackie has stated now that we're trying to find out more about oh, no. that virus. Dude, there's no way spread. you will. The only way, the only way you can do that is by present, like bringing yourself into the vicinity of the, 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 100%. the thing that you are absolutely sure has the virus and that would be 100%. the zombies, right? But you can go scouting for, for food and stuff, but, and avoid zombies at the same time. So this is this is just a bit of a tricky question because Mackie has <laughs> stated the intent of this is to go yeah. to the zombies. 
And that's why I was saying, you don't bloody go to the zombies. You stay away from the zombies. This is a zombie outbreak. Well done. Jotun has figured it out. No, no. Okay, guys. I think that's where we're going to cut this episode here. Uh, as you can tell, this is a topic that can go on in many different forms and ways. I've painted a picture. This was a one specific scenario. And I loved every bit of how you guys picked it out each other, had different ways of surviving. Now, again, guys, this is only confined to so much time. Again, we hopefully Raspberry does uh, grace us with his presence in a future episode. Oh, yeah. But that will have to be from him. Um, I hope he does because he's a really fun person to have combat against Jotun and Jotun to combat him against his ideas. You can see that there's a bit of like contrasting ideologies, which I love. But guys, if you really enjoyed this episode, give it a five-star, uh, a like, whatever platform you're listening on this. Again, I'll mention briefly, there's Apple, Spotify, pretty much every podcasting platform you guys can think of. We're also on YouTube, Rumble. We don't really do much in Rumble, funny enough. But again, we also have a gaming ch channel called Fumble Shamble. Go give that a check. As well, guys, we try to post as regularly as possible. Every Thursday comes out a new episode of Ramble uh, Shamble. But we also have a subcategory still part of the same podcast called ramble shrapnel which is really important which really uses your comments and Jotun is the best person to describe this yes before i do that though i want to read you guys one of the clauses in the amazon web services terms and conditions which states 42.10 acceptable use and safety critical system your use of the lumberyard materials must comply with AWS acceptable use policy. The lumberyard materials are not intended for use with life critical or safety critical systems, such as an operation of medical equipment, automated transportation systems, autonomous vehicles, aircraft or air traffic control, nuclear facilities, manned spacecraft or military use in connection with live combat. However, this restriction will not apply in the event of the occurrence uh, with blah 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 of a widespread viral infection transmitted via bites or contact with bodily fluids that causes human corpses to reanimate and seek to consume living human flesh, blood, <laughs> brain or nerve tissue and is likely to result in the fall of organized civilization. So if anybody is interested in looking at that actual what? Amazon Web Services clause, it is clause 42.10. It's a real thing. What? Or are you just making <laughs> Google it up? Google it, my friend. <laughs> no, it's, it's in the terms and conditions. You know, the entire time, I just wanted to claw my ears off and my eyes out. Because I was like, why are you reading us T's and C's fucking Amazon? And now when the zombie part came, I was like, what? Is this oh, like drugs? <laughs> Thank you, it's, that was so, so worth so it. So basically what they're saying is you're not allowed to use this in or in connection to aircraft or like nuclear things or spaceships or live combat. But in the case of a zombie apocalypse, have fun. <laughs> okay, let us know what who Ramble Shrapnel is because I'm sure the listeners will be jumping right onto that. Okay, everybody. So first of all, if you if you liked what we said over there for that last clause or anything inside of the, this episode as a whole, please like, comment, share, subscribe, 
whatever you want. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you can. And yeah, so from the comments that you guys leave on the YouTube or based on something that you have on a conversation inside our Discord, we like to choose our favorite uh, response or something that the community on Discord upvotes the most or agrees with. And we will talk about that for a short little bonus episode called Ramble Shrapnel because it's the little bits and pieces of the main episode. And yeah, we'll just spoof on that. Well, I think that concludes our episode here. Thanks again, guys, for coming to listen to our little podcast. I know it's a bit long, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And hopefully you guys come check out our future episodes slash videos slash everything else. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.